Hey y'all, welcome to Crickside Chatter. Grab a stump, grab a log, grab a milk crate, and sit your tiny ends down and enjoy the banter of friends. Crickside. The bear slayer, he's not very technical. He's not very IT savvy, savvy. Oh, no. I, I, but... I think I know that feeling. But he can hunt the hell out of bears, so that's all that matters to me, because bear meat is delicious. That's (laughs) the most important important thing. Yes. So, okay, what got you guys involved? Oh, actually, you know what, Steve? Why don't you ask these other two what they think about your question that you asked at the very beginning? I want to hear what they both say. The, uh, oh, uh, Goldie what kind of bears were in the three bears uh, with Goldilocks? Like, there has to be a bear that likes porridge. And, you know, so what kind of bears would they have been? Mr. Reber? Uh, black bear. <laughs> you say black. Okay. Perfect. And we lost the other gentleman. This is fun. We are failing in every aspect at the moment, but that's okay. So we have both said, Mike and I, the bear slayer, we both said brown bears because in the book they were brown. I guess that's correct. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. But black bears can also <laughs> be brown we in color, yep. correct? Yep. I, yep. I've got, I've got some. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so, so how many bears have you guys gotten, like, com- you know, each or combined? I mean, oh, I, I, myself, I couldn't even begin to answer that question because I lost count years and years ago. Well, that's not a bad thing. It, it, <laughs> would, you... it would be, it would probably be of the hundreds somewhere. I don't know. Really? Has it yes. been like locally in your area or did you go out in the woods or while you were logging? I, I've killed a few in Idaho when I've been elk hunting, but not very many. But w- when my brother and I were, were young kids, we had hound dogs and we worked for the mills. And at that mm. time, there was no bear seasons or no bag limits. And they paid us a bounty on every bear we killed. And wow. all my brother and I did was bear hunt with our hound dogs and kill bears. And we get a, we get a, I can't remember now, I think it was like a $25 bounty. And then uh-huh. we would have the bears made into salami and it would cost us 30 cents a pound to make it. And the bars would buy it for a dollar a pound. And that's how we made our money when we were kids. Wow. And Entrepreneurs. Uh, I mean, now out there, do you have to have set like bear traps if there's so much of a nuisance? Like, you know, I only seen bear traps in like, you know, in, like bars or rustic areas or you know, like Bugs Bunny cartoons. But I mean, were there big bear traps you have to set? I have only ever caught one bear. and I've only used one bear trap. I caught one bear in my life. We, we used our hound dogs. Back when it was legal, it's no longer legal in Oregon to use. Right. No, that was that was right. that I'm was talking, the olden days. I'm yeah, I, I'm talking <laughs> way before back I was in a the twinkle. Yeah, that was a long <clears throat> time ago. Bears didn't come game animal in Oregon until 1979. So before that, it was just a past. Yeah, I'm talking back in the early 60s. Yeah, right. 60s. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it wasn't until 1979 before they made him a game animal. It was just a, a pest. Yeah, and there are times my brother and I, we, we, you know, we kill two or three, four a week. And, and then then my brother passed on, and so I quit, I quit doing it. And then I worked for the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife on problem bears for 30, over a little, little over 30 years. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I killed, I killed lots and lots of bears for fish and game. Wow. So, so that's why I, I, I have no idea how many bears I've killed, because right. a lot of, a lot of them I've just loaded them up in the pickup and take them to fish and game and toss them out. They here, there it is, all yours. So, is there any one bear that is the most memorable that you ever came across, or any of that, like? something that was just more challenging or scary about the situation? I I had one that was in a shed one night that wouldn't come out and I had to go in and get it. And that's probably my most memorable one. Because <laughs> that didn't go so good. Okay, so tell us about the story. It, it just Went in and he wouldn't come back out. That's why I just had to go in and get him when he come in. When I came in, he was very unhappy and come at me, and I was shooting him, and he was all over the place, and and it was How- it was a big confused mess, and and it was I had cut scratches, and and anyway, it was, it was just a mess. Ooh, that's kind of scary. That's intimidating. So, Bear Slayer. Yeah. How many have you harvested? Do you know? Can't even count them anymore. I can't. Uh, I can't think offhand. Few. Few. How many record book bears do you have at this point? There's four officially. Nice. Probably two others that make the book, but they're like in the 18s. I don't really care. <laughs> you don't four. care. Listen to you. You can be all picky about the size. <laughs> so can do you have a hunt yourself that was memorable for you i know some of the stories you've told me so would you care to tell anybody one that well, you, well the probably the worst one was when i broke my leg in two well, places yeah i shot one went, walked down to go get it well, i thought it was sitting on the other side of the hill so instead of going down one way i just went down the way, it didn't look too good. The thing is, I thought, well, if he gets back up, I'll be able to see him. So I get over there. Bear's not there. It was actually a black log or something I was looking at because it was, it was kind of foggy and rainy or misty rain. So then I follow the blood trail down, and there's a log. I had to step over, and apparently there's a hole on the other side and snapped my leg. Broke my table and my fibula, and then Said a few cuss words and then the bear jumps up and then I shoot again. And next thing you know, we're having fun. And uh, never got never found the bear. Even had two state troopers out looking for it while I was at the hospital. And probably the next year, I'm pretty sure. I looked over the same spot, same area, and there's a bear. He's kinda of limping on it. have been shot or something and Soon as he gets to the spot where I shot him, he takes off running. Now he had no idea I was there. I was actually at a different 
different location, but I could just see that that area. And he'd get over and take off. As soon as he got it, I'd all run to the timber. And he and I seen him three days in a row doing the same exact thing. I kind of figured it was probably him. So he wound up living. So. And you ended up having surgery. Yeah, I had surgery and all that, and then after crawling out of the ravine and walking home two miles with your foot flopping. <laughs> and then that, that year I finally got to go back, I wound up shooting the toad of a bear, took up the whole friggin' truck, back at the truck. And uh, he, he well, I just finally got him back from the rug. He was, what, six and a half foot. So. And tasty. So uh-huh. I do got a question with that because like you know I know gun calibers and all. Um, if if I I know nothing about bear hunting, but um, I would probably go in with a three hundred if that would be like I just off the shelf. I mean, what what do you guys use for like uh, rifle? Black bear, that's perfect. Any three hundred mag of any kind is pro- probably ideal, perfect. Any yeah, kind. I shoot I shoot a three hundred Remington Ultra mag. Yeah. Is what I use. Well, I guess I wasn't too far off. See, Steve, you're already on your way yeah. to being a bear hunter. Come on up, let's go. And and, and such big ones like that, because you know, I know, like like I said, I grew up in Pennsylvania, so deer, you know, they weren't that hard, and I never got one. But how do you get that out? Do you have like quads, or you just you have to like you know drag it yourself, or? You know? I just, I just get I well, I got a Glenn's deer handle. A lot of times, I can. Throw it around his neck and get it up to the road, and then and then I go and help pack it out by get helping with the game cart, and we're walking a long ways up and down hills and cussing and pulling and yeah. Oh, so you so you it's all dressed in the field. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> well, last year the one I shot last year, he was big. He was huge bear, and it was it was mostly downhill. And I got him off the on the game cart, and there was no. I mean, it was just, I was dragging him and the cart downhill. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, there was no wheels. I mean, he was so he was so big I couldn't get him on the cart. Yeah. And the cart, I think the cart was for like three hundred fifty or four hundred pounds or something like that, and he dwarfed the cart. Yep. I was I was kind of lucky with that one because when I shot him. He took up. Well, he was rolling around. And I couldn't couldn't get another shot because all I could see was his legs. And then he gets back up and then takes off. And lucky for me, he didn't go straight because if he did, it's all straight downhill, about six seven hundred yards straight down. But luckily, he kind of kind of came towards me through the timber, and I shot him again and finished him off right there. So it was only like ten yards from the road. And it was kind of level ground, and I drug him. Well, after I got him, I drug him, got him to the road. And then, then got the game cart, got him on the game cart, which wasn't easy, and I had to tie his back legs to the front legs and then to the cart, and literally just drugged him and the cart down until it got level, and then I couldn't do it anymore. And then got my shoe, and then we got the rest of the way home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, see, he hear that? He came home and got the muscles. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a couple hours later, again, skinned out, boned out, and all that. Couple, whatever. 
you know, what my brother and I did when we were kids. And if we could get them treed uphill. And if we had a creek nearby, we wouldn't gut them. And we put a rope on them and we'd get them down into the creek and float them down the creek to the road. Oh, that's <laughs> brilliant. As long as you don't gut them, they'll float. But you don't want to gut them first. But uh, I was always pretty lucky. I got three three boys that I would always call them. They'd come help me. And and if, uh, like on, like on, the uh, like on, uh, on, sorry with my speech. It's I okay. apologize. I, I went dead. Uh, on the Nuthis Bears, I, I take my trailer, my four wheeler with the winch. And then when I kill them, then I just drag them over to the trailer. And then I jackknife the trailer. Then I run my four wheeler in front of the trailer and winch them up on the trailer. And then just oh. take them in that way. Cause I always have to handle them because I'm always by myself, so I don't have uh -huh. no help. So, uh, yeah. But and if they're in bad places, then just have to quarter them out and pack them out. Yeah. Uh yeah. -huh. Yep. Just like when that very first, your very first record book bear. Remember that one where my two mm -hmm. uncles and your dad helped pack it a quarter of the way home, and then <clears throat> here I am helping you pack it out the rest of the way until six thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was seven seven and a half foot bear. Yeah, he was huge. He was skin, boned, everything right there, quartered right there on the logging road up a hill. It was miserable, but we did it, and we didn't even remember. The, the thing is, so MH was just so in the moment, and everything he didn't even remember. We put the hide in the bathtub. That next morning he's like, "Where's the hide?" It's like it's in the bathtub. It's like, now I'm going to lay down for half an hour because I have to go to work. And I don't know how I did it. I got up in 30 minutes and I went to freaking work. And I just, that was the moment I was like, holy smokes. And I have never tasted better bear meat in my life than that bear, I think. Because <laughs> all that work, it just tastes better. So, yeah, I think uh, one of the, the things that, you know, I started watching the show on Discovery it's called Something Bit Me. And, you know, they have different episodes on. But one of them, these guys were in Canada. And I guess it's illegal for them to carry guns. But you're supposed to hire a bear hunter. And these polar bears were just circling them, you know, from a distance. But anyway, this polar bear comes into their camp at night and grabs a guy by the head. And, you know, for me, you know, you guys know different than I do, which is why I kind of want perspective of you, um, you know, Polar bears are the cute Coca-Cola ones, is what they tell you. And this guy <laughs> says that polar bear's head was the size of a man's torso. And that really hit home. Like, if you can you like put in perspective like a size and weight of a bear, you know, that like, you know, an average listener could understand that. <clears throat> well, your average black bear is between four and a half and five and a half feet. That's now that's average. Then you get your six foot, seven foot, and then, you know, they shoot eight. There's eight foot bears shot all the time. And he tell you, like, where you're from, Pennsylvania, they shoot five, six, seven hundred pound bears all the time. Right. Because they have such, such a short season. Plus, the feet, like you, like North Carolina, for example, that's nothing to shoot a five or six hundred pound bear because, you know, they're eating all the, all the good stuff. And so, and then they don't hibernate there because the weather's so, so you know, calm. 
So they're eating all the time. I mean, even even like places like California and New Mexico, they they shoot a lot of big black bears because they're out all the time. So they all they do is just eat and get big. You know, as far as skulls are concerned, I mean, yeah, polar bear, yeah, that's a big head. That's probably thirty inches long. <laughs> you know, so and you know, and, and I think polar bears long tallest bears. Then brown bears, and brown bears usually have pretty big heads. Was well, a brown bear the same as a grizzly? Uh, kind of. I mean, they kind of cut it off. So, I I think well along the coast in Alaska, those are brown bears, and then kind of more in the mountains, going going towards like uh, British Columbia and that area, those are grizzly bears. But the biggest difference is what they eat. Brown bears eat fish mainly. Yeah. I kind of get some big and then grizzlies kind of eat whatever. The funny thing is people say they see uh, grizzlies in Oregon all the time. Well, technically they weren't grizzlies in Oregon. They're the California brown bear, which is kind of similar to what you would see hear about the Kodiak brown bear or something like that. <clears throat> They're just coastal bears that were brown. And not not as quite as big as the ones you'd see up up in Alaska or whatnot. Sometimes you got some big ones. In fact, there's, if you go to Florence, Oregon, there's a the Sportsman uh, shop there. I think it's called the Sportsman's. There's a there's a bear. It's probably like ten feet. It was actually shot here in Oregon, uh, like in the 30s or 40s, something like that, but with a 12 gauge down around the bay. With a 12 gauge. Yeah, I didn't know that. Holy yeah. crap! <laughs> well, nope. Around Coos Bay or something like that. No, thank you. <laughs> of course, the mount's getting that mount's getting pretty rough. Last time I seen it, but well, it's old. Body. I think it's ten, ten or ten and a half feet long, tall, or something like that. Wow, that's crazy. So I have a question: If you could hunt anywhere in the world. Where would you want to go? Mr. Reber, I want you to answer this first. If I were well, still talking just bears. Yes. It would, it would anything be. But bears, if yes. it was bears and I was still physically able to, I would want to go to Kodiak and hunt Alaska brown. Oh, nice. That would, that was always something I wanted to do because I've got a good friend that's a guide up there. Oh, I, nice. just, I just didn't make it in time. So. How about you, Bear Slayer? That, I would have to go with that or polar bear. Is your phone going off? Oh, oh. it's just some bleeping. Okay. I, I, I would have to go Kodiak as well or polar bear. Where, though? Well, wherever they're, wherever they're killing them. <laughs> 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 well, I think, it's, I think it's legal in Canada. But not in the United States, so. But then, you, but then you can't really bring the, the hive bag or some goofy thing like that. Well, that's... Even though the polar bear numbers are exploding, unlike they try to say. Man, they're not afraid of humans. And, you know, because that was interesting. I, they, they said that's the largest animal. 
uh, the bear one. And I'd have a question for you because I know we're getting close, but I, I really wanted to ask this. Now, the polar bear is probably the most dangerous, biggest bear in North America. And you guys are the hunter of the biggest prey in North America. Taking them out of the environment. So let's go Mad Max Thunderdome and putting it into the Thunderdome and an African lion. Which one would come out alive? Huh. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, I don't know. They might not even do anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, sure. I, I really don't know. I mean, I really can't answer that question. But uh, I don't know. Great. Now you got their minds working now, and they're going to be like, huh, I wonder well, what I mean, would. Well, the thing is, bear, well, bear well, Kodiak is bigger. It's going to weigh more than, than a lion. So I think they get about four or 500 pounds. And then but, you pull a bear around 1,000 pounds, eight, nine, 1,000 pounds if you're talking a big one. But then cats are really agile, and they can just... So are bears, and they're not exactly yeah. slow. Oh, you're beeping again. <laughs> I'm popular. <laughs> Apparently. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up with one question I want to ask you both is, if there's anybody that wants to get into bear hunting, what is the very first thing they need to do? Mr. Reber, would you care to say? My thing is, the very first thing they want to do is make sure they get the correct caliber of rifle to do the job. And then they need to learn what bears eat and learn how to scout and, and where to go, to go find them and, and just, just try to find somebody that knows, knows how to bear hunt and knows bear hunting and take advice from them and, and get out there and, and do it. And, I mean, and you got to learn what they eat, and I mean, there, there's so much to it, and uh, it's just you get out there and, and and learn all you can, and try to find somebody that's knowledgeable on it, and and can give you advice on, you know, and, you know, we're talking whether we're talking spring or fall, because I mean, spring and fall are totally different. Yep. Different seasons, and they don't they don't even compare. So. So do you think that's why so many new hunters or so many people, I've heard people say they've never, they've been bear hunting and they've never been able to harvest a bear. It's just like, well, how much time do you actually spend in the woods and learn? And most of them are road hunters when, you know, there's road hunters in Oregon. They oh, hop yeah. in their pickup oh, yeah. trucks. They have a 12 pack of beer. They're drinking. They're driving the roads for the deer that run across the road. We know that's what they do out here. They don't walk the land. So do you believe that's why there's so many unsuccessful hunts for bears for people? Oh, the, I, I absolutely believe because, number one, you got to learn what they eat. And you, you, you need to learn to, to be where you find that food source. I mean, it's like in the spring, you know, you've got, you've got your green, fresh grass and you've got your skunk cabbage and, and you need to be close to snow line on your skunk cabbage as soon as that snow comes off of that skunk cabbage you need to be there 
And, and in the fall, totally different. I mean, of course, here where I live, I mean, it, it's blackberries and fruit trees and acorns. The, the big thing here is you just go around and find the big blackberry patches and you find the patches that they're hitting work and then you just go sit on them. And, and then it's just that easy. You just, you just got to have patience. And that's the main thing is the patience. Yep. To me. How about you, Bear Slayer? What what would you? Well, we like can't cover all of it. Well, yeah. I mean, but... you, get, you know, patience, get a relax, kind of just watch everything, you know, watch what they're eating. I mean, if you see a pile of scat, you figure out what they're eating pretty fast. You know, yeah, and usually if you can find scat, that's usually where the bears are because as soon as they eat, they poop it out. They don't have much of a of a system going. So, but but I would add one more thing, because I, I see this all the time, and that is, if you're going to bear hunt, can't start, you're going to do something with the hide, get yourself a taxidermist lined up before you go. Yep. <clears throat> Most people, they, they want, well, who am I going to get? Well, you know, they, especially now with, with Facebook and everything, they'll say, hey, you know, does anybody know a good taxidermist? I shot a bear, and then they're worried about this or that. And the problem is cheaper isn't better. Uh, someone getting it done quick isn't always better. And now with, with everything being shut down or had been shut down, now you got taxidermists that won't even take anything in. And the second thing is, what are you going to do with the meat? Are you going to take care of yourself or take it somebody else? And those are the two things you got to line up. Because right. anybody, I mean, if, well, in Oregon or anywhere else, 90% of the bears that are harvested are by chance. Someone's out in the woods and they see a bear and they shoot it. They're not even hunting bear. They're hunting deer or elk or something like that, and they run into it and they shoot it. And now it's like, okay, what am I going to do with this? I don't, I don't know what to do with me. I don't know what to hide. So all that has to be taken care of long before you go out in the woods. Otherwise, you're sitting there scrambling around trying to figure it out, and that Absolutely. just adds stress to the to the whole thing because bears aren't easy to deal with. No, no, they're like not. Deer. No, they're not. It's not I mean, I shoot a deer. I don't. I, don't, I can shoot a deer to the bottom of the cane. I don't care. I'll take it right out. That's not a big deal. I don't want to do that with a bear because then I'm going to be there all day. <laughs> That's right. Yep, and they're so hot to where you have to get that hide off right away because that meat starts de decomposing on bears so quickly because it's so much muscle. I mean, every time we harvest a bear, you're skinning it that night and we're boning it the next day and I'm processing it within 24 hours because we yeah. waited like two days before green already. And like a deer, you want it to hang and bleed out more. So there is a lot to that dark meat that all that muscle. So there's a lot to harvesting bears. There's well, there a lot is. more than people realize. A lot more. I mean, like you say, somebody goes out there and shoots a bear and walks up to it and goes, okay, what do I do now? And, yeah. and then you're probably the just begun. I, I've got a walking cooler, so, you know, I can bring my steak straight home and throw it in the cooler and Ooh, go from nice. there. But, uh, I yeah. want a walk-in cooler. Oh, I love one. It's so nice. We got half of a basement. Hello, let's do it. <laughs> well, would you like to say anything in parting there, Mr. Steve? No, I mean, it's interesting. Um, the only thing I really know about bear hunting is 
the bald ass bear to John Candy shot in the great outdoors. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that's about that it. It was kind of interesting. It's just, you know, I, th- I think, um, you know, if I ever wanted to do something like that, I'd have to get someone like, you know, someone's experienced and, and go along with them. And, you know, maybe the first time, like, you know, when I went out with my father deer hunting the first year, they gave me a 410 gauge, you know, with a slug, which means I wasn't going to do anything. And you just learn. And then the more you learn, the better you get. And like going out with an experienced people like you is probably the best way to go. <laughs> Mr. Popularity again. Yes, absolutely. That's the best part. That's most that I would actually recommend to anybody. Find out whom you can actually learn from. Let them lead you because you can't just grab a rifle and go out in the woods and that you can try it that way. But I guarantee you, you are not going to have as much fun as learning it and doing it the correct way and be more successful with knowledge because it's not, it is a sport, but it is more, it's about knowledge. It's about harvest. It's about respecting nature and everything you harvest you need to use every part of that animal fully i believe in that absolutely from the hide the bones the the lard lard the meat every part of that animal should be utilized in your life if you're just going out there like and just shooting it you're a poacher yep flat out you're not a hunter that's just and i'm going to get off my soapbox at this point and we're going to wrap this up and i appreciate you all for this adventure even though oh. we had some hiccups but it's been kind of fun i've really enjoyed it yeah, i've enjoyed it thank you all right thank you and we will check you all later next week when we have a different guest at crickside chatter y'all have a great rest of your weekend love y'all bye 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 <laughs>